Long Talk Radio. I'd like to thank Clark. Buddy, I think, uh, I think we have, uh, I think we can take calls again. I I think we have a show again. Oh, yeah, that's important, too. It is. Welcome back. I feel like your mic's a lot hotter than my mic. I don't know. I I think they're both right on par for once. It's kind of nice. Check, check. That's a little better, I think. Yeah. Uh, we just, uh, Facebook just logged off, but never fear. All this work, we lost Facebook now? Yeah. Never fear, because we are back. Hello, Facebook Live. We are there. Hello to the Blog Talk crowd and all of you listeners out there who hear us on Blog Talk Radio and the podcast. Pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. The return is official. We are back live in the sports attic in the city of wind, the city of big shoulders, the hog butcher of the world, Chicago, Illinois. The garden For another – Why? The city in a garden is one of them. I, that's like Jersey. Garden. No, that's like the Garden State. Well, what's it? Go difference? ahead. You were on something. I just cut you off. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's over now. Thank we you. are back. We're live in the sports attic. We do this uh, weekly, but it's been a couple weeks. It has. Uh, it has. But finally, we have returned to reclaim our glory yeah. as one of the longest running sports podcasts yep. in the city of Chicago and possibly the world. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a. I am a little hotter than you are, I think. Now now I hear it. I don't know. Perhaps. That's all right. I turned my headphones up. Or did I turn the master up? And No. No? All right. No, we're yeah. good. Yeah. Like I, I said, there's nothing more exciting for the listeners than hearing two guys talking about the production problems. Absolutely. Uh, if you're on Facebook Live, leave us a comment. Uh, if you're listening live, we will react to that. You can also give us a call on the Blog Talk Radio hotline. Yeah, that number to call, I don't have it in front of me. And it's been so long, I don't remember it. Uh, here we go. Nope. Five, four. No. Uh, Thank you for just walking me right into that yeah, while I'm doing yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah. Uh, call in is 760-454-8834. That's 760-454-8834. I used to have it in the back. It used to be in the back of my brain. But we've been off a couple of weeks, and I'm a little off. I, yeah, you I can usually things. save you on that. Gosh, we're two guys talking about production. There is a lot to talk about. It's been a hot minute. It has. Uh, the Bears have been uh, going through some off-season motions, sure. picking up some new players, uh, getting a little oil in the chain to make sure the bike runs smoothly. Absolutely. Uh, I, how do you think they've done here in this off-season? Since we last did a show, a guy by the name of Haha Clinton Dix has joined the Bears. Pretty big pickup. A one-year contract. Uh, getting paid pretty good money, but we got him on a contract year, and I know he had he had a bit of an up-and-down time in Green Bay. They Everybody up there thinks that he went south. Then he spent last year in Washington, I believe it was. Al, was it Washington? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, 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 nothing was... Uh, he hasn't played as good as he did in his first couple seasons, from what I understand. And now that Clinton Dix is a part of the Bears... 
you got to expect, as I said, the contract year is here. That's one thing. But also uh, the fact that he's playing with the Chicago Bears defense. I mean, when you're playing with a, with a team that is that good, need, need I mention Khalil Mack? Need, need I mention uh, Danny Trevathan? Need I mention Kyle Fuller? I don't think you say uh, need Khalil, I mention? Khalil Mack, right? Khalil. Khalil. I think it's Khalil. I think it's like Lil. Yeah. And then cut in front of it. Khalil. Yeah, that, that seems But I did say Khalil. It seems more right to say Khalil. Who was the safety we lost? Why? Was it was it Amos or Amos? Yeah, he went to Green Bay. Yeah, and then like we then we got the former Green Bay guy, who a lot of us were interested in. I remember in wanting draft. to draft him. Yeah, absolutely. and they drafted Kyle Fuller because right. I believe the Packers traded up for him, something like that, or, or they drafted him just a couple spots ahead, and it was really kind of a kick in the nuts. And I think he made the Bears hurt, like in the first year. I, I believe there was an yeah. interception. Something like that. Amos was a very disciplined, safe, free safety. Yeah. Uh, we're giving up safety for more aggression, for more opportunities at picks, which, you know, if the offense is playing good and our defense remains what it was, it's definitely a, a, a decent move or it, definitely a, a risk worth taking. Yeah. Where uh, before, you know, you, you don't want a lot of your safety, the word safe is in there. So risk you don't always want to take, but yeah. this guy seems like uh, he's going to be good. He is a better player than Amos. Yeah, I agree. But I believe he is. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he works in this defense. And, uh, you know, it's exciting that a guy was willing to take a pay cut to come play for the Bears because he believes in the Chicago Bears. He believes that he can make more money after this season is what I'm thinking. Well, he also said he, you know, he had opportunities to take a bigger payday. Right. What and I'm saying didn't. is – He's in. He's. I think he's taking a gamble on himself to say that at the end of this season he's going to be worth more than he would have gotten paid on that big payday. Yeah. I think that he's just improving his stock even more. He's like, I can take a pay cut this year, take a step back to take three steps forward. It's kind of what I'm. My point is though, he wants to play with an elite defense, and that's what he's willing to take less money. I'm I'm saying the same exact thing that you are. Well, you're using different words. Yeah. All right. Well, just saying. I'm saying that playing here, he's he's in a contract year again. So when the con- when it's come time for a contract, he's going to get a bit larger contract than he would have gotten from the other offers that he would have taken this year. Uh-huh. So he's going to make more money in the long run. It's a long run game. You uh you you spend a couple of days in Florida, and all of a sudden you come back an expert over here. Expert? What do you, what do you mean? Expert? You got a suntan yeah. and expertise. I got a sunburn. Al, I'm not wearing I'm not wearing my cans my my headphones on this one ear because. It's peeling and it hurts like hell. Oh man, you gotta suck that up. All right, I will. You can't really come back bitching about your sunburn. No, that's bullshit. I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It was the most exhausting thing ever, Al. Oh, I'm sure. So could you exhausting. imagine? Could you imagine chasing a kid around a pool all day? Oh, it's rough. Well, I thought the neighbor was opening up the pool for you. How's that going? Is that uh? Whoa. What's that? Is the pool open, ready to go? Hell no. No, the when, pool is not open. When's opening day for I your pool? I am currently draining the water off the tarp. I started draining it yesterday at noon. I, I'm siphoning it into a drain. Still going. It's a slow slow trickle, but I, it'll get there. Is it? No, it's just a tarp with some rainwater on it? A lot of snow melt and rainwater. That's quite a bit of... It doesn't roll off? There's no, like, gutter? No, no, there's not. I've got to siphon it off of it right now. And you realize we're getting uh, up to two inches. Coming in the next couple of days. I'll just leave it rolling. 
Well, there at you go. At this point, it'll it'll eventually win. It's going to win the race. When when do you see two inches coming? Like Thursday, Friday. Okay. I don't know. Maybe your expertise app over there isn't quite saying the same thing. I don't. Ha- I didn't have. That was just what I was saying. According to the Weather Witch on CBS, did you see they blew up CBS? I did see they oh. blew up CBS. They they pulled a score, the six seventy the score. And they ruined my the one news. year anniversary of the big score changes just uh, happened. But yeah, are you all right? Isn't wasn't that the evening news or no? The morning news got busted up. The morning news got busted up. They 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 took out a lady with personality. She was gaining a lot of weight. Now that has nothing to do with anything, but you know, she she was a very she's still a very pretty woman. But she, I mean, she went up like a hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she got. I don't know if that had anything to do with it because personally, I found her to be very likable, and I enjoyed her presentation. I enjoyed her interaction with the rest of the staff. And then I told you about the weather witch in the afternoon with the mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the the one guy was making fun of the mm-hmm, and now he's gone. Really? And everybody online is pissed off because he was just, you know, you look you at him. he's gone for making fun of the uh mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he, he is Whoa. gone. What, he, he'd been there like like 15 years. What are the folks online saying? Everyone's upset. He was a guy everybody liked. Okay. Like he wasn't he wasn't great, you know. He definitely he had the 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 anchorman look. Yep. Like you you could tell this dude's an anchorman, but his presentation was good, his uh, demeanor, and he just he had that likability. Like you know you you go oh, I get I get barbecue with this guy, which is very important with the news uh, anchors, you know. Yeah. What's his big problem that he's not? Uh... Why did they need to do this? Why did they feel the need? Is it because they're not the number one morning well, news team they, in Chicago? Well, they, they have really bad ratings. I mean, the number one morning news team in Chicago is up at the old nine, up at WGN. Yeah, Those that's guys, just tradition. They're pretty solid. It's what you call a legacy station. Where What's wrong with that? Just, like, it's entuned in their mind to watch shitty news over and over. And then they're not horrible. You know, that Ellen Kershevsky over on 7, they're always sending him to the Vatican like uh, like in some kind of vacation. Oh, you know, spend that news budget investigating so things in Chicago. There. What about Mark and Greco? I bet that guy makes a decent penny. Ah, uh, he's getting paid a lot. Oh, but we're talking about the two. Is there is there a big weather guy at, at the two that I'd remember, or is it? Yeah, but he just retired. Okay, Steve Baskerville. Yes. Yeah, he retired. He retired okay. last year, okay. and right. then the weather witch took <laughs> over. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she's even weaselled in on his pierogi festival in Indiana. Uh-huh. In Whiting, Indiana, so, you know, every year he used to go do the brogue, yeah, and yeah. they'd make him like the head of the parade. Yep. Here's something: the, the Dan Roan, the sports guy over at GN, mm-hmm. at night, right? Ash Wednesday happened, and my wife comes home wearing the ashes, and I, you know, I, I appreciate Catholics coming home wearing that. I appreciate them and their faith. Dan Roan wore it through all of the newscasts. A little distracting. Yeah, that's uh, horrible. I yeah. you know, when people. Because people were coming to the bar, too, with the ashes. I, and I don't mind that. Wear it, whatever you got to do. No, wash it off. How how long do you wear it for? You don't want, you, you, as soon as you leave church, you, you wash it off. You walk out the doors and you just wash Done. it off. Done. I went to Catholic school. I know the rules. You get out, you, you, you wipe them off. You did your thing. You paid your tributes. Would you get the ash? Yeah, you had to. And did you wipe it off when you got outside? When I got, yeah, or, or I got home. sometimes if you got home, because you got water. You got to wash your face. Jesus. Do you say, you say a prayer on the way home or anything? or No. We, no. You, you did your praying in the church. You try to hide it on the way home? How did you handle that? How did I handle it? I, I don't know. 
All right. I probably wore a cap. Did you eat a lot the day before? Everybody eats a lot on the Tuesday before. I don't remember going through any of that tradition. So in Florida, apparently, we don't pay attention to the no meat on Friday thing. We did no meat on Saturday instead. Ah. Yeah. You, you switch into Judaism? Well, it was like an accidental planning. Something went wrong. Where we're like, oh, you're on vacation and you forget. Well, don't want, you're in Florida. Why don't you just eat fish all the time? I know. Right? That's yeah. exactly what we should have gone out for fish. Ridiculous. I got a story. When I was a little kid, I used to live by a Howard Johnson. And it, it was a beautiful restaurant. It had like a, a roof that looked like an inn. And I would ride my bicycle there, but Cumberland cut through, which is a really busy road. I wasn't allowed to cross the street. Yep. And I remember watching wrestling, and I think Bobby Heaton made a joke about Howard Johnson. I don't remember how it got in my head, but for some reason, what are you doing? Like, you're purposely making it louder. No. That's obnoxious. I was not. It was really obnoxious. You couldn't hear it. You're sitting how, there. How high are your you're, headphones? You're purposely moving the straw up and down. All right. You're, you're, you're obviously, there's not much in there. You're putting on a whole show over here while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four, so I can talk to somebody else as well, or leave um, a comment, whatever you got to do, or leave a comment. Yeah. So I used to think all the wrestlers would go to Howard Johnson. Okay. And you know, I always so when they when I heard they were in town, I'd ride my bicycle over to the Howard Johnson. And I'd wait, waiting for. Uh, I used to think Million Dollar Man's limo would be the giveaway. He'd pull up. Sure. Virgil would open the door, and they'd go into the Howard Johnson. There you go. And I waited, and I waited, and I told my mom, and she's like, "Mmm, Al." There's no way people, wrestlers, are going to be eating at a Howard Johnson in Park Ridge. Oh, and I said, sorry. oh, Mom, yeah, they will. And I used to, year after year, I would wait. I would wait until we finally moved away. Uh-huh. And I never met a I, I saw my dad because of the divorce thing. I got to see him once a week at the Howard Johnson. Okay. Never a wrestler. Huh. Well, I mean, your mom, was, your mom was just trying to break it to you just to let you know. So last... Hey, man, she wasn't just... Yeah, she, she didn't know what she was talking about. No, so, she but would a wrestler go to stay to Howard Johnson? Last week, Clark, oh, I went to Monday Night Raw. Uh oh. And I sat through that boring ass show. It was actually a decent. And for show, old times' sake, you went to Howard Johnson. I was driving home and I realized I was on Cumberland Road. There you and go. And I'm like, I grew oh, up sense. right down the street. And I mm-hmm. look, and there's the Howard Johnson, same building, now Hooters. Oh yeah, I know the Hooters. I stop inside. I go because I want some uh, crab legs. Oh, this is perfect. Salad and crab legs. I'm starving yes. after the show. Yes. I get in there, and who's sitting in the... Rhino. Rhino yes. is sitting at a table eating wings with some other people. In Hooters. In a Hooters. In the Howard Johnson. Shouldn't he be I in knew... Michigan? Isn't he a lawmaker or something in Michigan? No, he's a, uh, he's a road agent for the WWE. Oh, okay. All right. If you don't know what a road agent is, it's like the old guys who help put together matches backstage. Well, doesn't he wrestle every once in a while? No, he was a year ago. He was he was with Heath Slater and that yeah, like, that's the loser right. deal. That yeah, was like yeah. a year ago, two years ago. Okay. So, anyways, um, yeah. So I was vindicated thirty-five years later. <laughs> but it, it was a Hooters this time. It was the same building, Clark. I knew they were going to that building. You were at a. <laughs> that's perfect. You were at a Hooters up here, and you got the seafood. Mm-hmm. I was at a Hooters in Fort Myers Beach, and I got chicken wings. Yeah. We screwed that up. Well, I, the uh, carb count on crab legs is zero. Sure. I understand. Where with uh, wings, wings, you sometimes... You're yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, no, you, go, you, get you, get them, you get them naked, yeah. Naked. But still, you know, I don't trust it. I was a kid the first time I ordered them naked there, and I, 
I laughed when I said it. It was really weak. Oh, yeah? You bring up the WWE, and today, of course, we found out that they are now inducting the Heart Foundation. That's pretty much how it went. That, that's that's exactly how it went. A little Clark. Pleasure. Yeah. That is exactly how it went. Yeah, the Heart Foundation makes it. Uh, of course, Jim the Anvil Nightheart is no longer with us. Yeah, they waited for him to croak. Yeah, and Bret Hart is still there. Yeah, the excellence of execution. Did they take issue with Jim the Anvil? Or I think he was a little out of it in his last couple of years. Okay. Like, I think he was like... Um, Senile might be the term. Oh, okay. or, yeah, yeah. I, I think he had that dementia word. going dementia. on. Dementia. I don't. I don't think he yeah. was all there. Oh, that's too bad. So, um, is Natalie going to induct them? Are they going to have inductions? Remember, I brought that up. Have you seen that anywhere? I haven't heard anything yet. Have you seen it anywhere? Like I did. Uh, I brought it up to you, and it, it's it's weak. I think I have heard. I, I think I've heard it outside of you as the source. And uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not all that excited about it. People are bitching because Bret Hart's... I've always thought this, too. Bret Hart's really boring. It's a very oh, boring man. It's going to be a long one. But... There's always somebody long and boring. I don't know if he'll go long. Okay. But he'll be boring with whatever time he has. Uh, but I brought up, like... He runs the podcast. My absolute favorite induction ever mm-hmm. was Hillbilly Jim. And it went on and on. How is that your favorite? Because I, I sat, I never laughed so hard in my life, Clark. I sat down, <laughs> oh, I no. put the I put the Hall of Fame on. It was after work, so it was late, you know, and I kind of wanted to get through things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you go with the quieter option. <laughs> Putting on it. You, I'm you know, my water, thank you. Like Zanies, I'm sitting next to Zanies. So, um, what was I talking about? I don't even remember now. I haven't even smoked anything today. Oh, my goodness. You know, can, um, Hillbilly Jim, you sat can, down after work. Can you quietly hand me that pill bottle? So Hillbilly Jim, uh, he goes on and on and on. And he's like 20 minutes into this damn speech. So I'm getting mean. I got to take you my hat. You can't happy ask pill. me to take that or to grab that and not expect me to. So I, well, So this guy goes on for 20 minutes and he's boring the hell out of me. And I'm like, wow, what is this? Because it was like. My name is Hillbilly Jim, and in 1988, I was born to a mama in the woods of Kentucky, and it was a cold day, and we, mama, it was a Friday, we couldn't eat any meat, so she had some fish, because fish is meat, but it's alien meat. Don't go missing. And on, and I first trained in 1971 by a guy named Wilbur Marshall. Who uh, had a training school for the Bears? in uh, in Alabama? He's on and on, just uh, droning on about his boring life. Now, mind you, this guy had about 15 minutes of television time in the 80s. So on and on and on and on. I decide I go. I'm like I'm gonna make dinner. I cook chicken wings. I'm over here flipping shit and uh-huh. sprinkling some spices uh-huh. and uh, you know I think I'm the emerald. Boom! I go back. I get my wings all set. I go back. I walk in that room. This guy is still on, still droning on about this speech in his fucking career. It went like 90 minutes. So you gave him credit for continuing? Well, I walked in and I just started listening and I started laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> just when you think it's over, you'd be like, How well. How did you smoke that night? Well, there was probably Fresh. some of that going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. That's amazing. So Bret Hart could be short and sweet. 
But that makes uh, two tag teams for this year. Because I'm pretty sure that the Hart Foundation is going to be just Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil. The tag team has made it. They were the only ones in the picture. Right. So, but I mean, wasn't the Hart Foundation for a while? Davey Boy Smith was considered it. It was a stable. Owen. Yeah. Owen did a little bit, right? Yeah. Or, or did they go by something different? He was wearing the pink and black. No, no. When when Brett left, there was the Canadian faction of the Hart Foundation. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. He did it with Anvil. And Yeah. Yeah, that's they, right. They were evil in uh, the U.S., and they were fan favorites in Canada. Yeah, which is fantastic. I like that that can happen. Similar thing happened in uh, the New Japan Cup. Did it really? It was really cool. So... The the cup is this year they I think they did thirty a thirty two man tournament. It's a tournament and uh, single elimination. Single elimination. The winner goes on to Madison Square Garden. They're coming to New York oh, for WrestleMania for weekend. Finals. And uh, for WrestleMania weekend, what do they call it? Yeah, this is the New Japan Cup. Oh, I see. Yeah, yep. this mm-hmm. is they get a giant cup confetti ball of the winner. So they're at Madison Square Garden. They're at Madison Square Garden. Are they doing it with Ring of Honor? I believe so. I okay. believe it's the joint show. Okay. So, but the, the 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 main event, the champion Jay White, Switchblade. Oh wow! So, who again seems like a very unimpressive champion. So the tournament happens, and there, there's a couple guys you think might win. Okada's in it, mm-hmm. but it seems too soon to have Okada go up against Jay White to try to get his title because I don't know that they're going to switch titles in America. That'd be that'd be crazy. But it's Madison Square Garden. Madison, it's MSG. WrestleMania weekend. Right. The night of NXT, I believe, right? Isn't it I Saturday? Think it, I think it is going up against NXT. Okay. So you have Jay White. You have uh, Tanahashi, who lost the title to Jay White. He's already had a defense. He's the John Cena guy who's just getting a little old, mm-hmm. but he's still the most popular guy in uh, New Japan wrestling. Like, he does movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's exactly like Cena, only he was really liked. So you have him. You have um, Ishii. The Stone Pitbull, the little guy who never seems to get over the hump, just MFR, and he just he yeah. goes in that ring and he gives two hundred percent. He breaks his neck every match. Oh wow! So this guy's in it, and he was named like a tough guy of the year, and like his last year was exceptional, uh-huh. where fans really want him, and there's a reason where he should be in the main event. Um, you you had uh, Zack Saber Jr., you had uh, Sonata. A lot of guys. Now Sonata is he's like thirty two. Been wrestling like 10 years, and he's really finding himself. And this guy's got the frame, he's got mm-hmm. the look, and he's got the skill that I have a feeling he's going to be a long-term world champion for them at okay. some point. So Sonata's in it. Suzuki, the old guy I like, who beats oh, the yeah. hell out of everybody yeah. who hates the world. Yeah. Yeah. So Suzuki and Sonata get into a match. And uh, Sonata's only beaten Suzuki once in the course of 10 years. Okay. Now, Suzuki... And I'm sure they've had many matches. They've had many matches. Quite a few matches. Suzuki was trained by Carl Gotch. Yeah. You know, like he gets a uh, uh, pile driver. Gotch style. Gotch style. He's one of the most famous shoot wrestlers of all time. Mm -hmm. So, and he went, because he went to India, and he learned a very specific style of fighting. Okay. And then he brought that to Japan, brought it to the U.S. They didn't like him in the U.S. Sent him to Japan. He became a legend. And the strong style of wrestling that they use is from him. Gotcha. Gotcha. The birth, the grandfather. Now, do you remember the, the great do you remember the great Muda? Love it. Yeah. Come to WCW occasionally? Yes. Great Muda trained uh I think his name's KG Muda Torre. He trained Sonata. Yep. Which pisses off Suzuki. 
Suzuki Absolutely. doesn't like the, uh, the great right. Muda. Right. They had fights. Okay. I think they may even have fought at Wrestle Kingdom 1. So he doesn't like Sonata. He disrespects his trainer, all that. So they have this match, and it feels like Sonata, who, based, who by the way, had to do, kick out our boy from Chicago, Colt Boom Boom oh, Cabana. But Colt, Colt went a little further than you expected. Colt won his first round match? Yeah. Shocking. Won his second round match against Toriano. Wow. The same match they had in Chicago. It was oh. only the second time they ever fought each other. Yeah. First one was here in Chicago at a Ring of Honor show, which awesome. I saw. Yeah. This one, they, they went up. It was like watching the Three Stooges wrestle. Oh, that's fun. Like one guy would run, like they would they run direct actions. He would, he would, uh, they, you know how Yano unties the pad? The mm-hmm. turnbuckles and brings it in the ring as a weapon. Yeah. Well, Colt brought one in the ring, and the referee's like, no, no, no. Red Shoes, like, threw it out. And mm-hmm. then uh, he was yelling at Yano, and uh, Yano threw it to Colt. And he's like, yo, you yell at him. And he's like, no, you yell at him. They were throwing it back and forth to each oh, other. that's fun. Finally, Yano throws it to Red Shoes. Red Shoes looks at it and throws it back to Yano. So Yano, so Colt yells at the referee, like, what are you doing? He just gave it to you, and you gave it back to him. And as that was happening, Yano came with a small package, tried to roll him up with a quick win, failed. Anyways, at the end of the day, uh, Colt won, goes on to fight Sonata. Sonata beats him, obviously. That that was a no-brainer in the third round. Yep. Fourth round, you get to Sonata finally with a real challenge going up against uh, Tanahashi. Yeah. And – Tanahashi, of course, the guy who the legend, and um, again, he's the most popular wrestler in that company, mm-hmm. uh, and has been for the last decade or so. Well, they are near Sonata's hometown, and uh, they're they're like a couple miles out, uh-huh. and the whole place was behind Sonata. Oh, that's so. Uh, funny. Tanahashi got to play like a heel role. Uh-huh. You know, he kind of accepted it, like he was a little hurt, and just like you know. Okay, fine. I'm not going to play as fair as I normally would. And, sure. He doesn't have to. And at the end of the day, Sonata beat him. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Okay. It's a good match. Fun. So, so the finals, like fun. finals came down to Okada versus Sonata, which was a tremendous match. Before that, I think the, my favorite match of the tourney, tournament, Ishii fought Okada. So at this point, did you still think that, uh, why would they have Okada go to Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I was kind of thinking, you know, Sonata kind of makes sense. But my thinking also was, I don't think American fans are going to know who Sonata is. Right. Like, um, I think more American fans know. Okada, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like if you're a wrestling semi nerd, right. you've seen the Kenny Omega uh, Okada matches, but you don't necessarily watch New Japan. Right. So exactly. I, I thought Sonata was like lesser of a draw, but you'd still have Okada. You go card. watch him because they were all what seven stars, eight. Yeah, yeah. They kept going up. Yeah. I think they got to seven and a half yeah. at some point out of five. <laughs> Which I'm not necessarily giving it too much shit. No. What is the scale? It, right. it is what it is. Anyway. They're very good matches. That's great. So Okada is there. Yeah, Okada's in and now it. now he gets the challenge. Okada beats Sonata at the end of the day. And yes, he he has won the Japan Cup, the new Japan Cup. The night before WrestleMania, just under two weeks away. Yeah. Him and... Uh, at Madison Square Garden. Him and Jay White at the MSG. Not the original Madison Square Garden. No, no, about the fourth version. Of course, but the historic Madison Square Garden. Let me tell you, the Rosemont Horizon, which I went to last week, it's been the Rosemont Horizon, the same damn building since 1979. Except it doesn't go by the Rosemont Horizon. Well, the losers call it the All-State Arena. Details there. We don't need those. So my question is, in New York City, just down the road from where the next night WrestleMania will be, 
do you feel that they're sending him there to to make it rain on the outdoor venue of WrestleMania just to kind of say possible. It? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Just check it. I don't know. It's going to be awesome. How come I don't sound right today? Hello. Hey. Hey, that's better. Hey, baby. My name I like that. My name is Jenny. Wait, why? Yeah, honey. You want to come over? What is going on over here? Uh, uh, who is this? I think the lines have crossed. Um, uh, this is Clark. Uh, I'm this doing is a show. Theodore. I'm doing a show called Live at the Sports Attic. You're you're live on on the radio. Oh my! Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. You uh, talk. You talk sports. You talk any football? We we talk a little bit of football. Half the time, our show isn't about sports, though. It just happens sometimes. Once in a while. You talk, uh, what, what else do you talk? You talk Sometimes we talk about uh, the Chicago mayoral race. The mayoral race? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. The, the mayoral? Uh, Is that how I should pronounce it? That's sir? between uh, prick wrinkles. Sir, what was your name again? Just Huh? What, what was your name again, sir? This is Jenny. Jenny. And I'm a woman. Oh, sorry, miss. I, 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 I meant miss. I define myself. Yes. I'm, I'm gender-bending uh, bi- binary. Okay. All right. so, uh, Jenny. so please don't refer to me in every way. Jenny. That's very offensive. Jenny. I don't appreciate it. Jenny. Yes. You Clark. as a human being, uh, I would like to know, um, what, what is it, uh, where are you calling from? I am calling from my bodega. So this is Jenny from your bodega, from the bodega. Thank you for joining us here on Live at the Sports Attic with myself, Clark Morrison, and my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. What you like a little bit? You you want to talk a little bit about football? Is that what? What was your football question that you have for us? Well, I really like the tight ends. Okay, good. That's well, my favorite. So, are you pretty sad to hear the news after nine seasons with the New England Patriots that Rob Gronkowski is retiring? Oh, he is simply brotastic. He brotastic is is a correct word. Uh, did you ever go on the Grant Cruise? You're the big tight end fan that you are. Well, I never went on a cruise with him, but let's just say we had some fun together. Do you find it interesting that Rob Gronkowski announced this just two weeks before WrestleMania, when we know that he has been in a WrestleMania before? He has, and he's friends with Mojo Riley. There you go. Absolutely. Oh, oh, honey. My uh, Chinese food is here. I need to take off. Orange chicken? You sound like an orange chicken kind of person. No, I got the egg food. I like them young. Well, thanks for calling. Okay, Take it easy. Yep. Hey, uh, Al, why'd you go all silent on me there? That's some bullshit. I was taking my medicine. That's Looking shit up over here. Did you hear Gronkowski retired? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did. Holy cow. Thanks for paying attention, too. I I really appreciate that. Well, I had to take my headphones off for a minute and... uh... Well, uh, Jenny didn't have too much. From your New England Patriots, the champions, Rob Gronkowski, retires. Clark, please, if you're going to phrase it right, please call them by their real name, and that's the greatest football team to ever exist, the New England Patriots. Now, uh, and based, based of course, on uh, wins. Longevity. And longevity, titles. You know, the Bears are the, the, the greatest uh, team. Bears have nine NFL championships. Right, show of all time. Yeah, it is, but come on. Why doesn't it count? Because it doesn't count, Clark. It's fucking mashed. 
And wasn't it just the finale was the most popular? Yeah, it was the finale. But you got to remember, there were three teams. There were three uh, tubes. There were three channels. Uh huh. There was no YouTubes. Yeah. There was no Netflix. So it's like the 300 win pitcher in Major League Baseball doesn't exist anymore. Right. Okay. But your Fakakta sport is based on tradition, and you guys blew that. And now it's just bore ball. What? Yeah, you heard me. Get out of here. You don't know what you're doing. I was talking to some people this weekend, and I think... What about Rob Gronkowski again? I am heavily in favor of trading baseball for lacrosse. That's ridiculous. If anybody out there can make that happen, I would love to, to make that trade. We'll send uh, baseball to whatever, wherever lacrosse Here's comes the deal. from. Lacrosse exists, so why don't you just... There, There is Major League Lacrosse. Why don't you just find a team in Major League Lacrosse? They're looking for fans like you, Mr. Larcher. No, no, no. Why don't you just become a fan of a team? I want them to have all the nice baseball stadiums. Well, if you're going to trade it for it, you better support the fucking thing. I will. Yeah, sure. I will. I will be the biggest lacrosse fan in the race. Find a team. There's teams. Fine. I'll find a team as soon as they make the trade. Okay, good. Which trade? Baseball. No, you find it now, and that'll help the trade happen organically. I'm already in favor of the trade. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, the John Hopkins. You can't just say I want to trade. And then, there you go. The Johns Hopkins isn't that a college team? Well, if you're talking, oh, you're going college. If you're talking about the pros, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I would take the Denver Outlaws. No, oh, okay. I mean you're more of a Chesapeake Bay uh, Bayhawks. A little bit, a little bit, but I, I'm down with. I'll take the the Denver team. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. My uh, the Denver Outlaws. By the way, the most their you, third title. You could survive in Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. You could do country country music out there with they, country radio. They do have very thin air, though. Sure, sure. Probably not a good place for for uh, for many people. They just expanded. They have the uh, Los Angeles. Oh no, no, those are, it's already over. They, they attempted an expansion. If they'd have had fans and from '06 to '011, uh, they had. Was four there a teams. Chicago team? They had the. They expanded with the Los Angeles, Denver. Chicago and San Francisco. And how long was the Chicago thing around? It's gone, right? Well, the the Los Angeles Riptides, uh, the Denver Outlaws, and the Chicago. <laughs> See, now this is a great name. This is a team oh, that we should have been behind. Oh, boy. I don't know why. No one told me about this, or I would have been no there. No one told me. You about know what their it. team name was? What? The Chicago Machine. That's right. I do remember oh, that. Oh, Prick Wrinkle would be don't all you over. Don't want to bring her down. Yeah, she'd be their spokesperson. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's see here. They are um they existed for a while. I don't see that they're dead. Oh, oh, oh. Since two thousand eleven their players were transferred to the uh Roche- the Rochester Rattlers. What is this noise? What is this? I turn my headphones down. And Tonda Rasmus. In relation to the football Shanahan. I don't know. Hmm. All right. So you're all ready to make the trade. I'm good. Okay. Would you just put a lacrosse team in Wrigley Field? Yeah. You'd re. You might have to. I don't know if you might have to redo the the stadium. Like, they they would be the Wrigley the Wrigleyville traffic. Oh boy. And uh, they would Get be great. Get out of here. And there'd be a lot less traffic, so it, it would be so- wonderful. It sounds likely to happen. I think I think likelihood of happening is like ninety percent. If you want to trade a, a sport or a team, give us a call seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. The bargaining chip is open. 
By the way, we'll probably run to take a St. Louis Cardinals team and trade them for the spirit of St. Louis basketball team from the old ABA. What, you can't handle the heat? I'd rather have stuck them around. You can't handle a legacy that's better than your Cubs? Oh, the Cubs figured that out. Yeah. They finally they finally climbed the mountain. They knocked them out back in 15. We're here in 19 already. The Cubs have been dominating that division. Hold on here. They overtook the champs. It was their division from then on. Except, yeah, the Brewers got a little lucky last year. They got hot. Cubs made quite a few changes, and I could talk about those later. Definitely. We'll bring that up later. You definitely can, because you could, you could talk about whatever you want, because it's partially your show. Absolutely. Well, I would trade them. You would trade Why? They're, they are... It's it, you know it's one thing to not like a sport and want to get rid of it. You want to trade the Chicago Cubs, the legacy. No, of no, the no, Chicago no. Cubs. I want to trade baseball, Clark. I have no problem with the Cubs. Yeah. You want to trade a team that has dominated your sport and made a fool out of your team since 1882. The Cubs finally figured it out. Did so, they? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they've had it. They've had it for three, four years now. They've been to the playoffs for four years. Yeah, they uh. They were better than the Cardinals last year for sure. Of course, they lost on the last game. Let's see here to uh, to Milwaukee. Let's look up the Cubs. What what year? What what uh what what year did they win the World Series? Nineteen oh seven, nineteen oh eight, and two thousand sixteen. Nineteen oh eight, nineteen oh seven, and two thousand. So like a hundred year gap to, to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, more than a hundred years. <laughs> let's uh, let's just uh, they, they figured it out. Here here are the Cardinals. Nineteen twenty six, nineteen thirty one. 1934, yeah, that sounds 1942. Terrible. We went from uh, uh, 1944, yep. 1946. I think they started wearing jean shorts then. 1964, uh-huh. 1967, 1962. 19... Can't find a good pizza in St. Louis. Anymore. 1982, 2006. They can't keep a football team. 2011. Why That's... do they deserve a baseball team? When I come to Chicago, I'm going to eat pizza. When I go to St. Louis, I'm going to watch real baseball at a Barkanito hot oh, dog. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nice stadium that they have there. They should, they should get a better team. Maybe they should change it. Change it to a football. Yeah, Nineteen twenty to nineteen sixty six. Sportsman's Park. Bush Memorial Stadium. One, the first. Nineteen sixty six to two thousand and five. Bush Stadium, the better. Two thousand six to present. I thought this was the third Bush Stadium. Now, name change, like the Rosemont Horizons uh, fake name change. Yeah, of course. All right, I got you. Yeah. So I mean, you just you want to get rid of excellence in favor of mediocrity. It's time for them to go. I want to bring in a whole new generation of sport, safer than football, more exciting than baseball, and uh, outdoors, unlike bowling. There's a great whiskey place down the street from the ballpark down there too. It's good to go for for Cubs games. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Distill six three zero, I believe is what it's called. Well, you would know the bars. You can get some good whiskey. It's not a it's. It's a distillery, actually. You can buy bottles. So um, I would assume you go there to cry about the losses whenever you're in St. Louis. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I brought my pregnant wife there so we could taste whiskey. 
Probably not a good idea. No. No. Which baby was she holding? One or two? Uh, first. Okay. All right. Yeah, the first. Yep. Hazel. You know, I bet on I I I won some squares yesterday with the game, and uh, thankfully I won them under uh, Vera. Vera's uh, name. yeah, my youngest. So That's she's right. she's now my favorite of your two daughters. Okay. Hazel's moved down and sto- her stock has dra- wow. dropped a little. Jesus, Hazel. Sorry, girl. Hey, yeah. Marie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to say, that's fine. Uh, Thank you. I think of the game. Were you excited at the end just because you wanted your square to hit or? Well, it's not like football. You have no idea what your square is at oh, the you end didn't of the know. game. You're not really paying that much attention. Okay. There's no, it's not like, oh my God, if they march for the next half an hour and they go downfield and hit a field goal, I win. Oh. You know, it's hard to... Oh, you have too many squares this, to know your numbers. Yeah. This, okay. the, I'm in a squares pool, and I only have one, so it's easy to do. Well, if you think about it, the speed of basketball, mm-hmm. two point, one point, I don't know. So, no. But um, I thought the end of the game was exciting. I thought, uh, you know, the underdog, it would have been nice to see the underdog win. Uh-huh. And uh, But at the end of the day, the better team wins. And uh, it's true in most most tournaments, you know, the the favorite wins. So, mm-hmm. listen, it was a good game. They had the opportunity to win, and they blew it. I was I I was pissed. I was pissed. I was hoping that uh that the uh, Florida would take it, the Central Florida. Yeah. No. UCF is that what they were? They blew it like the new Bears kicker. Yeah. Like his last name. Right. Uh, another pickup was a guy that I pretty much only knew from fantasy and saw him a couple times on Red Zone, but it was um, uh, what's his name? The Mike Giants. Davis. No, Mike Davis. Oh, the Bears pickup. Oh, they picked up the running back. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, the running back in Seattle, right? Right. Yeah, I think that's a fine pickup there. It sounds like they're gonna roll with Jordan Howard or maybe try to draft another running back. I, I think then you're carrying too many running backs at right. that point. I was thinking that that pick of Mike Davis, this might be the guy that's playing the Cunningham role, mm-hmm. perhaps. Like the third running back who comes in and relieves on fourth down, third down. Well, that's just it. On there's so many running backs right now that if they were, if there's a guy in the draft they really like, and they've kind of hinted they, they, uh, they're looking at running back for the draft, uh-huh. you have on your depth chart right now, you have Mike Davis, mm-hmm. who they just picked up as a free agent, 26 years old. You have Jordan Howard, who, let's face it, his contract ends at the end of the year, and yeah. I don't know that he's going to resign. Twenty-four. Right. right. You have uh, Taquin Mizell, twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him. And Ryan uh, Nall, you know the great Ryan Nall at twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? So you you already have four running backs, and if you take one with a high draft pick, you got to think that. Oh, and uh, of course, Tariq Cohen. Right. So you're not going to cut Cohen. Davis. Are you going to carry Cohen, Davis, Howard, and another running back? Another drafted young guy. Right. You, they know. carry four, don't they? You can, but you usually want carry three. You want usually want a receiver, a cornerback, or a position that takes a lot an extra okay. offensive line. All right. All right. So, you know, uh, the Bears didn't make any huge splashes. It didn't seem like, uh, but then no. they got a uh, they got the uh, Buster Scrying. They grabbed him on a three year deal. They got Buster Rhymes. sixteen point five million dollar. 
He's likely going to be the new starting nickel quarterback. They got him to replace Callahan. He's from Philly, yo. What's the deal, yo? I don't know. Callahan signed with the Broncos, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good, good signing. Yes, uh, Nagy was interested. Uh, he had complimented uh, Scrine, like uh, I believe, when they played him in the season, yeah. like before they got him. Um, and Chuck Pagano, they, they say that he plays uh, in his style. He's he's aggressive back there, and they like that about him. Yeah, they re- they're really high on him. And uh, Dixon's aggressive. Yeah, I understand what what they're doing back there. Yeah, Busta Scrine is. Uh... You know he's he's proven twenty nine, uh-huh. five nine. Then they signed another Bears signing. Who's that? Is a reigning Super Bowl champion. Uh huh. A guy who scored a touchdown. I believe it was a kick return against oh, the Bears yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah, sure. You're right. uh, Corderell Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, former Minnesota Viking. Former New England Patriot. And then of course it, he won the ring this year with the New England Patriots. <laughs> Uh, two-year deal worth $10 million. This is his seventh NFL season now. Uh, he's considered one of the most dangerous returners in NFL history. We know this. And he's made the first team all-pro twice as as a return guy. Now, a speed guy at 28 is, is a question mark. Um, he also is used as a running back occasionally. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you you put him... In a, in a, let's say a pro set, yeah. One side Patterson, the other side Cohen, mm-hmm. and uh, you can run some trick plays, and then put Howard in the slot and throw three running backs on the field. That's fun. I like that. Or put Patterson there. Yeah, he can play the slot a time or two, probably. Well, that's just it. He's gonna be very versatile. I think he's a usage. fun player for Nagy to have in his system. Yeah. I think Nagy's like, yeah, this guy, this is what this will be a good deal. Ten million for two years. That's not too expensive. It's great. He's an upgrade over Kevin White and Josh Bellamy. Who? I think in the first year. Kevin White signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Who? Kevin White. Remember that receiver? I don't know. Strong. Uh, he's, he's been in great shape, but uh, never really amounted to much. He no. got injured a lot. I don't even remember him. Drafted him. Yeah, you do. Uh, so this this Allen Robinson looked, uh, it looked like they struggled a little bit in the first year offense. Yes. I'm with you. But he is – I didn't realize how young he is. You know what? You know how old he is? 26. 25. Wow. 25 years old. 25. Six-year pro at 25. Okay, then. So this is a guy who has experience, Jesus. who has speed, mm-hmm. who's still in the prime of his youth. They got him on a good contract. Uh, I, I like Allen Robinson stepping up this year and uh, really propelling that Bears offense. All we need is the the defense – and this isn't easy – the defense to maintain where they are. Do they yeah. need to be better? No. Do they? Can they be worse? No. Yeah, they could be slightly worse. Slightly worse, but no, not really. They don't have to have the best uh, uh, ODB. Well, what's the uh, DVOA yes. th- this year as they did last year? They don't have to have that. But they, they got to be in the top like three, four. They can take a half step forward or half a step back yep. and be fine. Yeah. The Chicago Bears offense has to Improve. take one full step forward. Yes. I agree with you. Maybe, maybe a little more. I'd and, like to see a foot and a half. And the tools Step are and there. Step and a half, Al. I think you're asking too much, but yeah. What? The, the tools are there to make that happen. Maybe maybe your your step is the same as my step and a half. It no, could no. Could be. You got you got to figure out your paces, and I would guarantee you, your paces are. Uh... Did you lose something over there? Yeah, I did. You yeah. know what I lost? You can, yeah. You can take a look at that guy. 
What, what happened to uh, my guy? I don't know. I don't know. Your dad pen over there. Hey, if you're uh, watching or listening on Facebook Live, if you're watching, you get to see Clubber Lang there, the Khalil Mack jersey. Willie's wearing sunglasses today. All right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are good, man. They fit them perfectly. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they're they're number ones. They're they're uh, hazels. I thought I recognized. Them. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So I like the the Patterson pickup there for sure. Then we already talked a little bit about ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> uh, that was a one-year, $3.5 million. See, that's a great contract. I think you're going to get a lot out of that guy, as mentioned before. Of course, he played for a year with uh, Eddie Jackson down in Alabama. He's great. He's great. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I knew this was going to happen. It's ha Clinton Dix. Oh, boy. What did you do yesterday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said this earlier. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's better this time. Oh, little Clark. Yeah. Wow. It's good to hear from little Clark, our only sponsor of the show. Mm-hmm. Clark's Worms on Main Street. Give him a, give him a shot. So while the Cubs didn't improve much, they basically are bringing the same team. Big news, they sent Ian Happ down. Ian Happ opened the season last year, the first batter of the season with a home run, I believe, in the first pick. Yeah, but that was happenstance. And this year they sent him down. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Nailed it. He's never heard that before. I guess he gets real pissed when people like throw in the, oh, is he happy? Or things like that. Well, he's a he's a D bag. He's got to be annoyed by it though. After who a while, cares? Right? Am I wrong? What I got to care about his feelings Am I now? Wrong? Too? You got to worry about everybody's feelings nowadays. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, they made a lot of uh, they made a lot of changes inside of the uh, inside the team. What what Theo did? What your boy Theo and Jed did was. Yeah. They talked to all of their players, Al. They talked to everybody. They had exit interviews, and they said, what would you like to see changed? And they came up with a game plan of different things to change that will all make their team better. He's trying to save his job, man. What's that? If he is trying to save his job. Or not Steve, the other guy. Madden. Hoyer, Madden. Well, I think that I think these came down from up above, and he's, he's going to go with it because he needs to. Spoony love from up above. That's where I'm at with it. I don't know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the Jerky Boys are making a new album? No, they're not. Yeah, getting back. The band's back in town. <laughs> Little Clark loves that. Oh yeah. Who did? Sure. My gosh, Did you was you all through the Jerky Boys? Oh yeah. So were you a Roy D. Mercer guy? Roy, I'm gonna get over there, Clark. I'm gonna whoop your ass. How big is a fella are you? How big a fella are you? I'm gonna come down there. I'm gonna come down there. You meet me in the Shoney's parking lot at what? five o'clock, huh? And I'm gonna whoop your ass. Shoney's five o'clock. You got it, pal. I mean, he would fire people hey, up. You're getting a little hot there. Uh, you're a little man under the collar. I don't understand you. How, how would he come out? How would he tell him? Oh God, I don't. Uh... It would always be like, well, he. He had like a line that everybody knew, and they're like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" Something. He's like, yeah, it was all. Or maybe like, you'd just be like, "What? What would you think of Roy D. Mercer?" Yeah. Met oh, you in that parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly something like what that. It was. Yep. Good. But the Jerky Boys had a different style. Yeah, they were a little. What more are you, fruitcake? Yeah. Uh, 
Hey, listen, listen, chop nuts. It was Saul. Like, I can't find my glasses. And there, yeah, there's a piano. There's a dog stuck in the piano. That one. Like, that, that was the jerk. Yeah. They made a movie. And as a kid, I watched it and liked it. Yeah, I went to, uh, I was in the Big Brother, Big Sister program. And uh, the Big Brother taught Gene. His name was Gene. He took me to the Jerky Boys movie. Did he? Yeah. Fun fact. Did you have to show an ID there or anything like that? No. You went, I, I don't, You never showed an ID to go to a movie as a okay. kid. I mean, if you were by, it was just your friends. Innuendo. Trying to get up. He's been laughing. Great, uh, Roy D. Mercer. Man, but he he usually tells him by the end, and somebody sets him up. A yeah, yeah, yeah. That's were, exactly what it is. Roy's were all somebody. His buddy wanted to get him. Was what the, was what most of them were. Uh, Theo Epstein and some of the changes they're going to be holding mandatory batting practice, batting practice four or five times a week. That's a change from Madden's usual style. Uh, he's releasing the lineups on a series by series basis to the team. That's what they'll be doing mm-hmm. so that players know who they are, so they don't have to worry if they're playing or not. They're circling ten or so trap games and challenging the group to win them all. The Madden style has that usually been like a meatloaf mentality. Mm-hmm. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, this is from the Athletic, by the way. Uh, spending more time in the dugout during games, limiting the amount of alcohol and fast food consumed in the clubhouse, and su- consumed in the clubhouse after the game and in the charter flights. Well, no, that's BS. They should be able to eat what they want after a game. They've done their work. Drinking, drinking. Part of their job is to keep their body in shape. Yeah, you could drink and keep your body in shape. Look at you. This was on. They they came up with these based on what the players and managers wanted and coaches wanted. They they checked them all. No players like, oh, we should get rid of the booze. No, it it came down to some some serious changes in there. Uh, yeah, I got I got that list from the Athletic over there with Patrick Mooney and uh, Sahad of Sharma. Sean Mooney. Yeah, love me some Sean Mooney. They might be related. We got to see. What? So, WrestleMania is in two weeks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, what year is this? What year is what? WrestleMania. Yeah, Clark. Doesn't matter what year it is. Um. I'm uh, I'm excited for this. WWE announced that it's not going to be a spoiler or anything. We're going to say it, but it's official. For the first time in history, we've got a main event for WrestleMania. The women. Yes. How exciting is that? Ronda the Rousey, ladies. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair closing the show in New York City. How about that? That's something. That's really impressive. And I think I saw when the last WrestleMania was there a few years back, only about six or seven years ago, the the women's championship match got cut, got cut from the main card. Wow, crazy, huh? You know what? Uh, 
The one thing that upsets me, though, is they, it, they're saying main event. But that doesn't mean end the show. I think it, I think I it think does. I think it does, too. I think they're going but to. But why wouldn't you specifically say that and clarify? Because there's multiple main events. you think they're going to pull a move where they're not going to put it at the end? Well, I think you have uh, Lesnar or Seth Rollins at the end. They can't. I don't think they can do that without. With Seth winning the title, holding it, standing tall, Roman comes out. You know, buddies, they, uh, they they do the little fist thing. How and... many people are they going to piss off if they don't put them last? Are they are they going to try to get that heat? Aren't they going to get a lot of heat for that? Yeah. Am I wrong? Here's the matches announced so far. You have uh, Bre- Bre- uh, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Of course, Rollins won that uh, spot by winning the Royal Rumble. Right. And that's for the... Universal Championship. And the question is, are baby faces going to be winning all these matches? Seth Rollins going over Brock Lesnar to feel good. Seems right. Good guy versus bad guy. Good guy wins. Daniel Cormier teased uh, showing up at WrestleMania and, and uh, making sure that he doesn't come to the UFC with the belt. Nice. Yeah. That would be a nice little side angle. Uh-huh. Uh, you, of course, most likely closing the show, Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The champion. The champion. You have the man, Becky Lynch, and you have uh, the queen, Charlotte Flair. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And this has been hyped very well. Mm-hmm. Rousey is is crazy, and uh, she said no matter real fake, she's gonna break Becky Lynch's arm. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte's randomly mm-hmm. there, and most likely you're gonna have Becky Lynch beat Ronda Rousey, and uh, it's gonna be a wonderful feel good moment, and uh, mm-hmm. the world is gonna celebrate. You think she pins Ronda or tap makes her submit, or do you think Charlotte? Yeah, I mean it feels reserve? it feels uh, what they need to do is have Becky Lynch beat Ronda Rousey. What it feels like they're gonna do is have her beat Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's not it's not on the card match list, but I assume we're gonna get uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. I'm curious how that plays out tomorrow night because you have this. You have this uh, this guy Kofi Kingston who's in the New Day. Uh-huh. Who uh, who was it? Mustafa Ali was supposed to be in this one match. That's right. To, yep. And it was going to help get him own. over. Yeah. But he got hurt. Kofi Kingston filled in, and you know what happened? The crowd loved Kofi. He had a wonderful showing. Great performance. Gets in the elimination chamber for the match. Mm-hmm. And gets to the finals against Daniel Bryan, and they put on a hell of a show. The crowd was 100% behind Kofi Kingston. So now there's this fire. And uh, everyone's like, well, Kofi Kingston, no matter what they have planned, which seemed like Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. they need to change it to Kofi Kingston. So they started telling this story where Kofi Kingston's like, I-, I deserve my title shot. I've been here 11 years. And, you know, you don't have the greatest history with people like me. And Kofi, of course, is black. Right. And there's been, there's been a lack of black champions. So you have this angle where the evil white boss is like, ah, well, I'm going to screw you out of it. Uh-huh. And he does everything he can. He puts Kofi through a gauntlet match yep. where he has to beat, like, the Randy Orton. He has to beat oh, yeah. a shit ton of people. He goes yep. he goes a full hour in a match, beats right. them all. And then Vince McMahon comes out and was like, well, that was good, but you got yeah. one more, pal. And at Elimination Chamber, he... He yeah. he made him think he was going to get into the WWE Championship match. Right. But the, the swerve was he put Ali was back, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. 
and he put him in a handicap match versus versus the bar. Right. Which, right. Who also so were he's in been really this whole time. Yeah. So he gets it. He he finishes his hour long deal, and everyone's celebrating. People backstage are watching on. All mm-hmm. the good guys are gathering around a TV, yep. watching, cheering on Kofi. Mm-hmm. Vince comes out and he goes, "Well, one more," and then he sends out the world champion Daniel Bryan, wow. who beats Kofi. Okay. So Kofi lost his opportunity again, and uh, New Day came out and they're like, "This is bullshit. This isn't right." And the show ended. So tomorrow that storyline picks up, where okay. I think I have a feeling the the locker room is going to protest. They're going to go on strike. Oh, that'd be fun. that'd be a fun angle. Yeah, yeah. Like they I stand like behind that. Kofi. Like we're not we're not going to WrestleMania unless Kofi for that title. Damn. And I think that that I think that would make a lot of sense. That's my theory. I like that. We'll see tomorrow that'd be night. Fun. That would be a whole lot of fun. That's yeah. a good thought. Yeah, because they were building it a little bit backstage. What, what do you do with Owens then? Is it a is it a, a triple threat? Well, maybe you have Owens win the battle royal. Ah, uh, you yeah. know, maybe uh, I forgot you have the battle royal. Yeah, yeah. So then you have uh, the the lightweight title, the cruiserweight title. But Buddy Murphy, uh, Alexis Bliss's uh, boyfriend. It looks like they're not going to have a women's battle royal. Right? Didn't they do one last year? I don't remember. Or was that for the women's pay-per-view? Okay, go ahead. They may do some on the pre-show. This yeah. thing's going to be like 12 hours. Right. Uh, Buddy Murphy's fighting Tony Nese, which should be a really good match. Both are very talented lightweights. Great champs, yep. Should you have good. Batista, Hollywood's own Batista from uh, Legends of the Galaxy. We're going no holds barred. Returning to his base, going up against uh, Triple H, who's the good guy in this case. Uh-huh. And Because uh, Batista beat down Ric Flair. For being old. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's on. It's weird. It is but... weird. Uh, is that pretty much how he has um, – is that pretty much how he's presented himself? Like, is that how he – is that his mic skills, the extent of it for Batista? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He was terrible. And then when I was in Chicago, I was hoping to kind of see him because I don't know if I've ever seen him live. And – uh they did the the video call with him and Michael Cole. Oh, that's right. On the screen. Yep. And it was obviously pre-recorded, but Michael Cole was supposed to be live, so they kept cutting to him uh-huh. like it was live. And uh, yeah, I could totally tell that it was. In radio, we used to get like you could do an interview with say, um, you know, uh, somebody somebody is coming into town, and uh, you know, you do an interview and you get a script. Right. You know, oh, hey, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, oh, it's up early. What did you have for breakfast? And you hit play, and it's like, oh, it's good to be here. Yeah, I had some scrambled eggs and some bacon. <laughs> yeah, I've heard And that. it's just a script, and you're yeah. just playing tracks. Yeah. Like it's a live interview. Uh-huh. You're live, they're recorded. So you're talking to a robot. It's a lot like doing this show. They should build in like a, oh, what's that I couldn't quite hear? Huh? Oh, my, uh-huh. monitor, my monitor went out. I didn't hear yeah, anything. Yeah. No, it'd be, make, make it feel more alive. Yeah. So then this match was announced in Chicago, and everybody was pissed off. Kurt Angle, retirement match, last match, not retirement match, but a farewell match, uh-huh. Corbin. And people were pissed. We all thought John Cena. The guy right. next to me is like, oh, I bet Cena. I'm like, yeah, I think it's Cena too. Right, yeah. And then they announced Baron Corbin, and everybody was pissed. People booed it? People booed it. Wow. People... This is the first time in the history of the great Rosemont Horizon that the crowd has ever, on multiple occasions, even during other matches, chanted Cena. 
Really? The place was wanted Cena really bad. No kidding. And uh, I still think they're going to get there. I think it might even be Baron Corbin walking to the ring. John Cena, you know, comes behind him and be like, well, you know, this guy's a scrub. He ain't worth it. F5s him and goes, you know, Kurt, you deserve better than this. You deserve some respect. So you can't see me, but I'm standing right here, and I'm going to bring my thugonomics into the ring just like I started. I'm going to say goodbye to you with the same respect. What if Kurt Angle, who worked a program with Baron Corbin, yeah, what if he's got a lot of respect for the kid and he's trying to put him over in his farewell match? Well, even his wife went on Twitter and was like, that's a very underwhelming match. Angle's wife? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's what makes me think it's a work. It could be. If that's the case, you're right. That's a great great thought on that. I believe the Observer is reporting that, no, this is the match. Damn. And this is what they have planned. They may go in another direction because the crowd responds, but this is definitely what it was supposed to be. Oh, damn. I'm I'm thinking – I think it's a work because – Number one, Kurt Angle's wife tweeted about it. The mm-hmm. account, even the announcers, when you watch it back, were like, "Yeah, this is kind of underwhelming." No kidding. Yeah. So, uh, when announcers say things, it's usually a clue that you know something's up. Mm-hmm. I That's got to point. see the great Alexa Bliss do her talk show. That was nice. Okay. The yeah, official she, host of WrestleMania. You were really close to the official host I was, of WrestleMania. I who, was. Who was the, the guest I was watching? Oh, Elijah. Oh, that's right. And then the, 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 the tube steak with the... Elias. Yeah. No, no, not Elias. Elias is a great guest. You said Elijah. Whatever. <laughs> the, guy with the, Elias? Gu- the guy with the guitar. That's yeah. not the honky-tonk man. Elias. He he did the song... Uh, there was video of him and Finn Balor doing the, the song from... Uh, from the uh, Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie. Shallow. From the Stars Born. Shallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Elias came out. You're close. Yeah. You're close Everything is going great. I'm enjoying Elias. I'm enjoying Alexa. They announced that Elias is the official uh, musical act musical of, act WrestleMania. of WrestleMania. Big deal. <laughs> Amazing. And then out from the back comes that stupid conga line. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Headed up by the, the weirdo from Heavy Machinery. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he led it. And then, uh, what's, his, what's his name, snuck out and racked, yeah. whacked, whacked, whacked Elias. He was walking to the back, this Apollo, this uh, uh, No Way Jose. Yeah. He's walking to the back, and he, he's right by where, because I'm by the the uh, exit. Uh-oh, did you pipe up? I go, you ruined all the fun! Wow. I was pissed. People laugh. No, because everyone was bored because there was a freaking match with him in a conga line. Did people go to sleep? They went to the bathroom. Oh, wow. In the concession stand. That's a good time to do that. Good. Well, they gave you that break. Would you rather have that or an intermission? Uh, Well, I don't know. I'd rather have fun. That's what I'd rather have. And not the band. Well, that was fun. So, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, underwhelming. It might change. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Shane goes nuts. Beats up the potato head father of The Miz. Mm-hmm. Who's like 70. I didn't realize he was that old. He, You know, he looks younger than he is. Wait, who's 70? Miz's, Miz's dad. dad. Yeah, wow. the potato head guy. Jesus. Yep. So they, th- they wouldn't let him through until after Shane had left. That's great that you have... Uh... Oh, and then that Ronda Rousey thing at uh, in Chicago was really good with her husband getting involved and oh shit did you I see that yeah no oh it was good Ronda Rousey Dana Dana Brooke comes out 
Yep. And she just beats her in about, I don't know, second. a second. Right. Rolls out of the ring, and then she just keeps beating on Dana. And so security comes from the back, and they start moving her back, and she just starts whipping the shit out of all those guys, tossing Jeez. them around. So finally, one of them grabs her from behind and, like, holds her back, and it's right in front of her husband. Her husband, like, reaches over and, like, jerks him back, and oh, they, they got at it. Yeah. They're... Wow. And then I like it. I like that. Ronda Rousey and her husband were tossed out. Of course. Oh, they got to go because he interfered. He's just a fan. Right. You can't do that. Oh, that's good. Good. That's a good storytelling. Yeah. Oh, she's crazy, and I love it. Shane McMahon and The Miz is perfect for both those guys. Like, I like that. You know, you can watch it or you can go to the bathroom. It doesn't matter. It's a fun match. It's it's not Undertaker versus frickin' Shane McMahon, which I get jammed with. Wow. That's so, what you got to see. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, kind of a uh. Shane's been back a good four years now, maybe five. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so amazing. Okay, yeah. Finally a heel. Uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, kind of a who cares, but it should be good. It's not going to steal the show. Randy Orton, notoriously mm-hmm. a B plus player. Mm-hmm. He gives yeah. like a B plus effort. Yeah, consistently. Yep. Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, which should be good. I'm hoping Rey Mysterio's son turns on him. That's for uh, Samoa Joe's U.S. championship. Right. The United States championship. And then we don't know what's going on with the women's. Uh, Asuka will take on either Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Carmella, or Naomi. Okay. I think it might be uh, Mandy Rose. Okay. All right. Could it be a few? A few people? It could. I don't think they're going to do that because the women's – how many singles matches are on the show? Uh, Brock said. There's no women's battle royal, though. I think the pre-show. There's quite a few singles. The, the, I don't know that this is. There's allegedly 17 matches. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. That this thing is going to go. There's currently 12 listed. Right. The first without The Undertaker? Or does he make an appearance? I don't know. Does I don't he? know either. I'm, does he? Sure doesn't look like it. Last year we had a lot of buildup for, for it to happen. Like it was going to happen. Even though they played it like they didn't know it was going to happen. Cena came out and promoted that match all by himself. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. And sure, I believe the match was underwhelming when we watched it, but. It was. That's impressive that he promoted it the whole time. Yeah. Like, hell of an effort. Yeah. I don't know if he did well. It was good. It was fun. It was good. I think, I think he overplayed the in the crowd. I think him is a shock. Like, him or The Rock just kind of popping up. I That'd think that's fun. good for WrestleMania. That would that, be a lot of fun. I think when you advertise it, you expect more. Yes. And when it just happens, it's like, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have it in the moment. And if, if Gronk is in the front row during the United States or during the uh, Andre the Giant or something like that, he's going to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't think it's going to happen because isn't that the same exact thing that happened before? It is. Yeah. I don't think Gronk. I don't think Gronk. Uh, or he turns on Riley. I don't think Gronk uh, makes a. Uh, an appearance. Maybe he's in it. They used to have wrestlers in Could it. Be. Steve McMichael, will, William Perry. Will Perry make the uh, the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Huh, I don't know. He is famous for getting tossed out, and then as a face, he was supposed to be. He pulled Big John Studd out of the ring after he had been tossed. That's true. And everyone cheered. It. Have they? Uh, have they kind of phased that out? Is there no celebrity this year? I don't remember last year having a celebrity. Do you? Okay. Yeah, there was, but it was kind of a questionable, I believe. I believe. I could be incorrect here. I'll look it up here. Yeah, you can put your phone down. I'm on it. Okay. All right, good. 
I see you over there reaching. Class of uh, 2018. There we go. Class of 2018. Individuals. Goldberg. Ivory. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Hillbilly Jim. I mean, these are all celebrities. Mark Henry. Yeah. The Dudley Boys. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, it was a good It was a good one in the Celebrity Wing. The Warrior Award went to J.J. Robertson. The Celebrity was Kid Rock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the the Legacy Stars, which they don't talk about. I remember him looking hilarious. He was awesome. Was uh, Stan Stasiak. I remember this guy well. The great Lord Alfred Hayes. From last year? Yeah, I'm starting to think this is uh, the year before. Okay. No, no, it was last year. Wow. Yeah. I thought Hillbilly Jim was two years ago, but wow, that was last year. Dara Singh, Cora Combs, El Santo. You just thought that his speech lasted for two years. Jim Londis, great. The Golden Greek got in. Rufus Uh R. Jones. Yep. Sputnik Monroe. Boris Malenko. Hiro Matsudua. All right, Clark has got an emergency call over there. Running the phones. He's taking a pee. We got like twenty minutes left in the. We got ten minutes left in the show. Oh, what a child! So so far, the uh, uh, announced for this year's Hall of Fame: the Hockey Talk Man, Tori Wilson, DX, including China, Harlem Heat, the Hart Foundation, and Sue Atkinson for the Warrior Award. So, yeah, not very uh, overwhelming yet. I would have liked to have seen uh, – I don't think King Kong Bundy's in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, he just passed this year. I would have liked to have seen him in the Hall of Fame sooner while he was alive. Same thing with Jim Nan, the Anvil Nyhart, going in this year uh, when, of course, he uh, he's dead. And he died last year. So if they did it two years ago, we, we could have gotten Jim Nyhart. But like I said, I think he might have had some, like, dementia. So we'll see. WrestleMania two weeks. We'll We'll, we'll wrap it up next week. And then, because uh, the actual... I've got good news, Al. Uh, it's not the same night as the Walking Dead finale this year. So, I don't have to hold off on that. I'll be able to watch both. Very excited. Oh, good. I'm happy. Last night was something else. The, the last episode before the season finale. Dude, fans out there, they know what I'm talking about with it. It was yeah. nuts. It was dead on. Well, fans, you you realize you're one of uh, four people still watching. They got watching. me off, off guard. That's incorrect. It's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. It's a show about zombies. There's only so much you can take. Um, and I assume you stopped watching The Sopranos. I finished the first season. Uh-huh. You did that like two, three weeks ago. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm still watching. Taking my time. Okay. Can't wait to get back on it, to be honest. There's so. nothing, nothing wrong with taking your time. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. I'm on season five. Wow, you just fly right through it. You know I don't have that kind of time, Al. Yeah, you do. You, no, you, I don't. You put the I baby, got a kid. Put the headphones on the kid and watch the show. No, I've got a kid. Put it just the kids take naps. Okay, all right. Don't you know this? The seat, the the ratings are down, but uh, everything's changed. I think people are going to come back to it. <laughs> it's good. Nobody comes back to shows after... Uh, of course, this article from uh, Fox News, February 21st, says The Walking Dead drops to an all-time low ratings. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Alpha and Omega are there. It's pretty awesome. 
I love Kenny a one point seven rating is what they're getting well, in two thousand and ten. Four point seven one million viewers watched an episode. Yeah, I'm I'm watching. Uh, oh, it a- it averaged four point five million viewers. It it got up high by season four and five. Season six was the start of the decline. Seven's going. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Six is kind of the. It's almost back to season two numbers. Season three, the big it, jump was four, and, and then in nine or down. And if the trend continues, uh, next year will be its lowest, and it will be the same as season one. So, yeah. Huh. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see if that does continue or if it makes it way back. It's way back up. Starting to see. I think Simpsons. I think fans are going to come back, especially after last night. I really do. There's some really cool stuff happening. You got that one guy who joined the show uh, from uh, Sons of Anarchy, Opie from Sons of Anarchy has just joined the show uh, in the last two episodes. Some really fun stuff. Here's a telling number. Their mm-hmm. highest rated ever was the episode that kicked off season seven. Isn't that interesting? So everyone was in. Yeah. That number just went down, down, down. And by season's end, it, it, the, it, bad. The issue with holding viewers is that in, in a zombie ap- apocalypse, if you want to keep going, People have to die. If you want to stay true to that, people have to go away. And the problem is you're killing characters that people fell in love with, that people really enjoy. And sometimes you have to do it. It's been years now. I don't, I don't even have to bring it up anymore. But uh, Merle. Merle died years ago. Uh, Carl. Thanks, Clark. All of these. These aren't, these aren't fresh. The spoiler, the spoiler from Kirkland these Returns. These two, three, and four years old. All right? Maybe five. I want to watch the series once it's complete. Something like that. I'm a completist. Yeah, but but then you won't remember. It's like me. I'm thinking about starting Game of Thrones. I've heard all of these things, you know. Well, don't ruin anything because I haven't even started that. I've heard all these things like so-and-so died. This person died. No, stop it. You're giving spoilers away. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, you are. You're spoiling. There isn't a character named so-and-so, you asshat. Come on. Absolutely ruining it. Thank you, Clark. All right. Well, is there anything else to say? Because it sure seems like there's a lot of phone looking. Just started. No, I mean, I, I feel like maybe maybe you've gotten there. Any of the phone looking over here is research. I don't have a computer over there, so it just looks more... Uh, we'll get a laptop. It just looks more official over there. Eh. I had a... Uh, no, I'm waiting. We're all waiting with bated breath on your research. No, I just went back to check my last notes from. Uh, I, w- I was I had notes for, for the episode two weeks ago, but now I have no idea what that note's in reference to. Mm-hmm. This one here says Al loves to crap on anything I do on Twitter. Proper credit to a corpse, and I have no idea what that's in reference to. Does that ring a bell for you? No. Although I do like crapping on everything you do. That is accurate on Twitter. But proper credit to a corpse, what does that mean? Did you give credit to a corpse? No. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what it was? It was your, your, somebody stole the George Carlin joke and rephrased it. Oh, that was it. And you're oh, calling wow. George Carlin a corpse. Thanks, oh, my Mark. gosh. That's so rude. I was going to change. I was driving when I did that note, talk to text. 
And I was going to change it, but my, my only thought process at the time was you give credit. Oh, man. I didn't mean it like that. Insulting the greatest comedian of all time. Dude, listen. Yeah, that dude totally listen. stole George Carlin's joke. The point is, no, he didn't, he didn't watch George Carlin do it. Oh, bullshit. The point is who, who was tweeting it and what, and what in the way that it was worded. It was hilarious. It was fantastic. Every joke is a reworked version of something else at this point. Yeah, but that was it was pretty blatant. It was pretty Oh, pretty blatant. Sure. Other people have told that joke in a different way as well. Oh yeah? Yes. So you you're giving this guy credit, being like, Ha ha, ha that's brilliant for a joke that's been retold over and over. Do you know what The Walking you're Dead bad at this. did last night? All all people's DVRs cut off at 60 minutes, but the show went an hour and 28 last night. It went over. And I, when they played it on demand, it did the same thing. So a lot of people thought that the episode ended at one point, and it didn't. There was still 30 minutes left, and a lot of shit went down. They screwed up. Wow. Uh, the deadheads yeah. must be mad. Those could be reasons why the numbers are dropping. People are sick of getting things spoiled because uh, they they fucked up. Yeah, horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the real owners. You should go home and rewrite that joke. I wonder who Twitter. he had first heard it from. You should go rewrite that joke, and then I'll I mean, I'll no, share I mean, it and say you're brilliant. I mean, no disrespect to George Carlin. I'm a huge fan of his work. I will say I will go. This is you're brilliant, Clark. You're the, you're, you're basically like the Carlos uh, Mencia of uh, was it Carlos Mencia who was the joke stealer? I think he was. I yes. Or did somebody steal his jokes? No, no, no one stole his. Jokes. Dane Cook stole jokes. He was known for that a little bit. Uh, well, um, um, yeah, stealing people's no. money, Clark Lawrence. No, no, I'm not. Uh, speaking of George Carlin, uh, Bill and Ted is coming back. Excellent. Uh, and just announced the actor who plays Death has been confirmed. William Sadler is going to be re- reprising reprising his role. Now is he anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've seen him in places. Um, I've seen him a bit. He looks a little different without all the white makeup and the bald well, head and everything, that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, William Sadler, you've seen before. Um, he's that He's that guy in all of the movies, you know? Like, white dude, blonde generally. Maybe maybe it's a little sandy blonde, dark hair. Um, so you brought your kids to a birthday party last night in a bar. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. If it has um if it has high chairs in it. It's acceptable. It wants yeah, it's asking for you to bring a kid. All right. I never I never considered that before. Right? Why would you that, not why would you not have considered such a thing? Probably because I don't have kids. Oh, you may remember him from Die Hard Two. Okay. Uh Die Hard Two, he of course was one of the one of the uh villains. In Die Hard 2. Um, Project X. He was in K-9. Hard to Kill. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, of course. He wasn't in the original. He was in the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, he re- so he redeemed himself in Shawshank Redemption. Sure. 
Sure. I mean, he never had major. Oh, the Green Mile. I just saw him in that one there. He was there. Uh, Purple Heart, Jimmy and Judy. Yeah, he's been in a lot of B-movies, maybe, straight to video. Probably a couple, uh, you know, other things here and there. Yeah, that's what I got there. And he, he did a bunch of showing up on different TV shows. I always recognize him as Death. Okay. He looked enough like him, you know? I won your one uh, as Halloween as Death. Got the robe and all that. I'm probably going to go see Bill and Ted's 3 in the theater just to do it. Have you seen the Page movie yet? No. Yeah, well, you should take the girls. I. You wouldn't have invited me. No. To the page movie. Not, with the, not with the babies. I wouldn't bring the babies. The only thing horrible. I only brought the babies because we'd been on vacation, and it's like, oh, pizza? Perfect. We don't have anything in our house for groceries anyway. The only thing worse than babies are babies in the movie theater. Yeah, don't don't bring your kid to the movie theater. Yeah, worse than bars. Absolutely. Now, you can go a lot of movie theaters. Uh, there's a few of them in town that on Tuesday mornings, the very first showing of every movie is baby-friendly. If If it's known... That it's baby friendly, then that's cool, right? I need to know that before I show up when I'm buying the ticket. They should tell you. Yeah, if it's listed on the. Uh, I think it's on the website. If it's on the internet, if it's on uh, Fandango or Ticket Booth or whatever the hell they you people watch your get your movie tickets from, okay. They might sneak it into the small print. To be honest. If it's in the small print. That's fine. I look at the small print. Mm-hmm. I like going to the movies when it's nothing but old people. We brought we brought Hazel when she was like uh, four weeks old, maybe six weeks old, oh, something yeah. like that. That sounded like a failed experiment. It was awesome. No, she's, she was sleeping through things then. It was fine. Just feed her once, feed her twice, she's asleep. Huh? Plus, that's when they're invited to the movies. And babies go to bars in the daytime. That place a little bit too much like a bar. But I didn't remember that. I I didn't know. I thought maybe during the daytime, kids kids were there. They did have the uh, the high chairs for it, so kids are welcome. Well, Al, I'm pretty sure that we covered it all. What did we not? President, the president got exonerated. I think, I, think we, I think we covered it all. Pretty good week. Well, pretty good week. I don't think that was exactly how it went down, but sure. One it's exactly side, how it went it's down. hilarious to see one side believes one thing, the other side believes another. Well, that's just Clark, how, if I'm investigating you for are. doing something, sure. And at the end of the day, I can't show any proof that you did it. Right. You didn't do it. That's okay. exonerated. Oh, that means you didn't do it. Yeah, that's what the report says. I don't, I don't think. But he also said that he can't officially say that. That there just wasn't. That's just appeasing uh, aside because that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. It's good for the country. You guys can stop crying about impeachment. It's wonderful. Oh, and then we got. Bad. And this is right before the election. This is this is great for him. Oh, it hurts. This is really really yeah, good for him. That's great. That's good. So, all right, you got anything else? No, I have nothing else. That just fucking ruins my night. Good. I'm glad that ruined Fuck your night. that. Very slime fickle. Ball. Very fickle. Just a fucking grease. Fucking slime ball. Have a good night. See ya. Don't let your kids drink and drive. That's my message. <laughs>